following podcast is recorded and produced by Emerge, a media creators co-op, in affiliation with the network at EICBP-radio.com. Welcome to Growing Business and Community, a podcast of the Upward Niagara Chamber of Commerce. I'm host Jennifer Pauly, the president of the Chamber of Commerce, and we are here today with the chairwoman of the Northwest Jazz Festival, also the Lewiston Jazz Festival Incorporated Board of Directors, Chairwoman Carol Collado. Thank you, Carol, for joining us today. Thank you, Jennifer. I told her it was nice and casual, and, you know, we she just did Channel 2 two weeks ago, so yes. she's a pro at this. You're right. Pro at talking about the Jazz <laughs> Festival, but not only a great communicator about it, but she's been involved since the beginning. Tell us a little bit about your history before we start talking about the festival this weekend, your history with the festival. I think the festival, the original festival was one band at the gazebo in 2001. Am I correct? It was 2001. Yes, yes. And, and it was very small scale, very small scale. It was Gap Man Joan. <laughs> Which was still a great performer. It was really a great performer. Huge right. performer for a small festival at right. the time. Chuck Man Joan's brother out of Rochester. Yes. Isn't that crazy how 2001, you know, it was started at something small in the corner of a uh, a small little park and a little gazebo, and now 20-something years later, and we, we are bigger and better than ever. Well, we must have, what, thirty to 40,000 people, they estimate, come we in do. over the weekend? You, we over do. the two and a half. Uh, no, two, actually, a day days. and a half. Day and a half. Right. We get that many people in. It, it's just amazing how much it's grown. I wasn't with it the first year. Uh, I... I was asked to join the board on the second year, and I've been there ever since. You have. <laughs> so. We can't get rid of her. What no. do they say? You're like a, a, a penny? But, One of those yeah, pennies? Yeah, bad penny. Like a bad penny. penny. <laughs> but Carol has led the charge of the board of directors for the past few years, and actually before that, she took a few years off as chairwoman. So you've had a chairwoman yes. role, I don't know, three times, two times, three terms? I think twice, and I was also a, a co-chair. Yes. For a while. Yeah, yeah, so she's been in a leadership position for a while. And I also hired the the headliners for quite a while, too. She did. Yes, you did. Right. You were in charge of the... the co-music director for a while. All of those so. big bands, bringing them in. So we are in crunch time right now for the festival. It's this yes. Friday and Saturday, August 25th and 26th, on Center Street in the historic village of Lewiston. So it went from a small festival in the corner of a park to a... Four block, pretty much. We closed it. Well, we closed the street down for three blocks. Festival with five different stages on Center Street. We have 40 vendors that are featuring food and beverages and a jewelry tent, as well as musicians from all over. Is this your favorite festival? Absolutely. Please tell me the truth. Of Absolutely. course it is. <laughs> this is a labor of love for me. It is. It definitely is. And it shows because you put in 100% in everything you do for this festival. I have to tell you, our Chamber of Commerce is a, a huge part of the festival in that we do produce it. So we do manage all of the aspects yes. of it. 
But I do have to say, we call you pretty much every every week for something. Jennifer, this festival could not happen without the three women at the Chamber of Commerce that <laughs> put it on. It's unbelievable the what you managed to get done. Well, thank you. And it's so and it's so organized. I mean, after twenty some years, I think we've pretty much got it down. I think we do. There are always a few fires that you know that have to be put out, but it's it's we've pretty much got it down. But you women just do an amazing job. Well, thank you. It's it's with the help of our board of directors and also our sponsorship that really makes this an easy I, I'm going to say easy right now on Friday morning I'm not going to say easy <laughs> no, <you won't. laughs> but it does make it an easy process to cover all the logistics and all of the contracts and uh, all the electrical needs we have a great volunteer group that takes care of all of the ele- yes. electrical part we work with the village of Lewiston and town of Lewiston to make sure that we get all the licensing taken care of and permits and things like that um, it really is a full year process to make this weekend happen. Absolutely. I mean, we start the the month after. We do. Sometimes we yeah. skip September, the September meeting. We but need a break. In we September. need a break, and then we start in October. So actually, we've had a lot of musicians call this week because it's top of mind wanting to know the process for the next year. And you're right. We start in October with an online application with musicians from all over the world putting in their applications. I think last year we had 70-something, and this is for all of the performances on the side stage. But you had mentioned something else that you used to take care of getting all of the main talent for the main stage. And one of the main things that the festival has done over the past, I think he's been in the position since 2018, was we hired a, a new music director after Ron Corsaro, uh, who was our longtime music director, and he had passed, and we were able to hire Tony Zambito. And you right. were a big part of that. Right. Tony has a great history and uh, with music, and he, he runs Jazz Buffalo. In Buffalo, he's, um, his band is My Cousin Tony, which you will hear at the festival this year. Yes. They are playing at the festival this year. And uh, he's he's a well connected in the music industry. He goes to different conferences in New York, L.A., or whatever you know, just to meet up with different groups and their agents to bring them in. And he's been done an amazing job of bringing in great talent. He has, and actually this year, let's talk about the talent because we're opening on Friday night for the first time. We've been trying to make this happen for a long time, and right. I think this year the stars collided in order to make it happen. Actually, Suzanne and I. At the Harvest and Hops Festival last year, we were sitting next to somebody from the Air Force Base talking about the Jazz Festival, and that's what led to this spark being made. Right. With a connection of the United States Air Force Rhythm and Blue Band will be opening the festival at 6 p.m. on the main stage on Friday. Talk about how we, you know, how the stars aligned for that to happen. That was amazing because we haven't been able to do this. We ha- have had them come in in the past, one of the service bands. We haven't been able to do this for years, but for some reason, now uh, the uh, service decided to spend, it's costly to bring this band in, to spend the money to bring them in, and also they'll be staying, I believe, at the base, right? They are. I think so they we've have got, a we're performance. We're fortunate to have the base here, right? For, have a place for them to stay. Yeah. So, I mean, this is really exciting that the Air Force Band is going to, you know, like kick off this festival this year. They are. I think they have a private uh, performance at the Air Force I think Base they the do. night before, mm-hmm. Thursday night. And then for the public, 6 p.m., free performance. You can sit in front of the stage for free or bring your lawn chair. That's at 6 o'clock, the United States Air Force Rhythm and Blue Band on the right. main stage. And then talk about the talent that's coming right after the Benny headliner. Benny Benak, this young man, 
is just amazing. I've been listening to him. He plays the sax. He also sings. He He's bringing in his quartet. Is, I think it's a quartet. Yes, he's coming with a quartet. He is not to be missed. This this guy can swing, and he also is bringing in one of our favorite musicians at the festival, and that is um, Emmett Cohn. So Emmett Cohn has played, this will be his third year coming into the festival. He loves it, and he has recorded with, with Benny Benack in the past, too. So he's, uh, Benny is bringing him, bringing him in um, as his keyboardist this year. And I think, I don't know if you remember, oh, I'm sure you do, last year, we lost our headliner, unfortunately. Joey DiFrancesco died the Thursday before the uh, jazz festival. Benny, I mean, uh, Emmett happened to be playing in the, the set before, and when he heard about Joey, he called Tony, our music director, and said, you know, I also play organ, and quickly put a band together. We flew someone in from San Francisco, or L.A., somebody mm -hmm. in from New York, New York yeah. put a band together, and they did an amazing tribute to Joey DiFrancesco. So I'm really excited about Benny Benack. He, 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 he should not be missed. I can't wait for that performance. I'm a truly is a remarkable musician and for him to do that last year which I I will never forget that last year no. it was just yes. about to go to bed at 8 30 on a Thursday night for 48 hours of working straight and getting in my bed and all of a sudden my phone alerts start going off and that's when we had found out yeah. about Joey and had to pivot we we made those phone calls Tony did a a huge work overnight pretty much from Thursday night to Friday morning right. to try to secure everything and Emmett stepped up to the plate and he gave a phenomenal performance last year phenomenal he, so it is exciting to have yes. him back you know to play with Benny and he loves the festival too which is great because it's a unique festival it's outdoors it's not like anything else you know it's it's a, a intimate festival it's outdoors there's no green room there's no dressing room <laughs> you know it's it's bare bones because of what we have to work with but he loves it and it's all about the love of music it is and it the festivities is. around the festival too well i do think we provide a very unique atmosphere the the village of lewiston in summer is unlike anywhere else it's just a gorgeous setting the street lights are on the vendors are all lit up there is nothing like it on that street no. and i have to say as a festival organizer it's it it is i have a love-hate relationship with this festival <laughs> i love it two in the morning i hate it i love it but when you do look out at that crowd of people from the stage or from from pretty much anywhere on Center Street, it's unbelievable how many people we can fit in that village and who come for right. that festival. They love the atmosphere. They love listening to the music that you pretty much anywhere you walk on that street, you can hear mu live music. People fly in from Arizona, from Maine. We've got a lot of people coming in from Canada, of course, yes. too. So yeah, it's and it's got a, it's got a good reputation amongst the musicians. Because they're treated well, they enjoy the atmosphere, you know, and we've got everything they need. You know, we, they need a good back line, we've got the back line. We've got all the instruments they want. They're so well taken care of. So it does have a good reputation. It does. We, we have a great group of volunteer electricians that help lay everything out, set everything up. But we also use a professional staging and sounds uh, company out of Dunkirk, New York. APG has been a partner with us for a long time. They come in and bring those stages in on semi-trucks. We start at 6 in the morning setting them up. They're there all day. 
And they help us provide a gorgeous setting, a beautiful stage for our performers. We have a main stage, which is the, the big stage where all of our performers are, as well as a center street stage, which lines the other end of center street. Those are huge stages that come in, as well as the Peace Garden stage, Deacon Mill Courtyard, and the Frontier House. And we have music starting on Friday at 5.30 from the Frontier House and Peace Garden. It goes all the way until 10, 10 at night on Friday. Nice. So come on Friday. It starts at 5 p.m. If you want to come at 5 a.m. in the morning to set up, we, we'll we will welcome you. <laughs> uh, but the vendors are busy setting up all during the day, and then the downbeat starts You know, right after the festival opens at 5 o'clock. Downbeat starts at 5.30, and then the main stage starts at 6. So that's Friday night. We have... Other musicians that are going on on Friday night, talk to me a little bit about Matt's uh, music vocal performance team. They're on the Center Street stage. We've had them for a few years. Yes. They right. are a crowd favorite. They always are. They'll be back again this year. Were they there last year? They were. They were there last year, too. They yeah. feature some of the rising musicians that are high school students and studying on a different level at their studio and they put on a, they bring the grandmothers the grandfathers the aunts the uncles <laughs> it's always a large crowd at that end of center street we also have encyclopedia of soul following at the center street stage and then our frontier house stage that is a fun stage it's in the middle of the festival and we are grateful for Elka Development to allow us to use the building. We, we set up a stage in front of the building. That's the quintet starting at 530, followed by the Cousins Trio. And then at the Peace Garden, also at 530, tell us a little bit about our friend Bob Gennady. He is going to start in the Peace Garden with something unique this year. Bob contacted me about a month ago and said, I've written a poem about jazz you know, and sent me a copy of the poem. It was wonderful, and said, can I perform it there? And I thought, perfect, checked, checked it out with Tony, wanted to make sure we had a spot for him and everything. Um, so he will be reading his poem, um, and he's accompanied by a guitarist. He's going to be at the Peace Garden at 5.30 on Friday night. So uh, this is something special that we've added this year. It is, and that's the perfect location. The Peace Garden is just tucked away from Center Street. It's a very intimate performing space, there's a small stage there. It's in the middle of a beautiful garden. You're you're tucked away, and I think that's the perfect location for him. It is. Uh, we have the Lindsay Holland duo at five, uh, seven o'clock in the Peace Garden, followed by Deacon Courtyard at seven thirty with Bob White. So Friday night we have a little bit of music everywhere. It's it's pretty much half of a day of music, actually half of the evening of right. music, but it's the start of the festival. Saturday is where things get really busy, right. and the the festival is cranking by Saturday afternoon. It starts at noon, and we have music all the way through the day until 1030. So one of the things that uh, started in 2019, I believe, was on the main stage, we were able to form a small partnership with the UB Zodiac, Zodiac Dance, and it's been a favorite. Right. They've been able to come out and dance, uh, show some jazz-type dancing on the stage, and it's been a great way for some some early afternoon entertainment on that stage. Yes, and then they're going to be followed by Vibrant Strings, and I had the opportunity to hear them uh, maybe about a month or so ago. It's, I believe, a brother and sister, you know, playing the violin. They're really good. Yes, I've been listening, and I I, I mean, I'm a violinist, so yeah. I was a little partial to this group. <laughs> I bet. Not that I had anything to do with that, getting them in. That was all Tony, but when I saw the list and found them on 
as a main stage performer. Free performance. People can come in front, sit in right. those chairs for free. I was so excited. I've been listening all week. I think my kids are sick of sick of uh, me listening to them. But tell us a little bit more about the main stage performances following. And again, these are all free. People can sit in front of the stage in the chairs that are set up up until eight o'clock. That's when they become paid seating. But right. we want people but to everything come sit you there. see here until the until eight forty five. Yes, right is all free. Um, Janet Evra and Randy Brecker. When I heard that Randy Brecker was coming in, I was. I've been listening to him for years. Thrilled. So that's going to be one that shouldn't be missed. Greg Abbott Quartet following that. And then something else. Which Randy Brecker is going to be performing He'll be with performing again. again. With Vince Herring and... James Carter. And James Carter, too. So tell us about that. Something else. Some, some people don't understand what a super group is. And this is what something else is. It's a super group. It's a a group of musicians that come together to play every once in a while, and they use all their talents together to to form uh, just what it is. A super and they're group. all super musicians. They are. <laughs> they are. It's exciting to have them. We are really excited to have this performance. They're world-class musicians, and they have a unique tribute to the spirit of soul jazz and also the 1958 Cannonball Adderley classic album of the same name. Right. So true jazz enthusiasts will understand that. If you're not a jazz enthusiast, you're just going to listen to some great music. Absolutely. So the rest of the afternoon is uh, going into the evening. Again, Center Street Stage is full of entertainment, and something different this year was a partnership with Art Park. Right. We are so excited to have some performers in between our music acts. They are performing at Art Park on Sunday uh, for Art Park's gala celebration, and Sonia Clark, who is the executive director of Art Park, she had mentioned to us that she's got these performers who are there for the weekend anyway. Is there somewhere that we would have some space for them to show off their artistic, I don't even know what you call it. Some of them are balancing chairs. Some of them are right. roller skating, roller skating. Roll, rollerblading, rollerblading. Yes. Right. And they are going to be at the Center Street stage. I think this is where you're going to be able to find them. Yeah. Yes. So they actually are in between the acts. At 1.30 on the Center Street stage from 1.33, My Cousin Tony, which is Tony Zambito's band, and actually uh, one of our other board members, Bill, is in the band as yes. well. Great band. You don't want to miss them. So they're performing from 1.30 to 3. And then we have Jonas Wolverton, who is a special performer from our park, at 3 o'clock. This is a perfect segment because he will be performing in front of the stage and he performs while the band is taking down and the next band is setting up. Right. So there's always entertainment on that stage. Followed by, and this band is a great band, the Banjo Juice Band. They're at 3.45 to 5.15 and they have actually performed in Lewiston uh, recently. So that will be exciting to see them again. Another special entertainment segment by Art Park followed by... Six o'clock, the Jolie Gonzalez Collective, followed by the roller skater from our park <laughs> at 7.30 in between. And then the evening performance at Center Street Stage is John Troy with Alex MacArthur Quartet. And Alex has been at our festival before. She has. Have you heard her lately? I she's, have. She's Very exciting. So good. And she's a local musician. She's local. So yes. she is from our area. It's very exciting to have her featured on that Center Street Stage. The music continues at the Frontier House stage from 1 o'clock till 9.15, the Peace Garden from 1 o'clock till 8.15, and the DeCamillo Courtyard from 3 to 8.30. So the music is scattered throughout the day. 
really what it does is, is provide pockets of entertainment throughout Center Street with some of the focus on the main stage performances. We'd love for everybody to get down to the main stage to come and see those performances, especially the one at night. But it's all done by a 10.15 at night because, alas, the festival has to end at 10.30. <laughs> yes. And what happens at 10.30? We come out and tell everybody to get off the street. Right. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Take some time. But our vendors are there serving from noon on Saturday until 10.30 at night. Right. And this is something I think people have to realize, too. You, you don't have to worry about eating right. during the day. There is so much food up and down. And also the jewelry tent. If anybody, you know, like gets interested in buying some jewelry, there's always some great stuff in the jewelry tent. Yes. So we have food vendors from Viola Submarines, which is a Niagara Falls favorite, to Casa Antica with their rice balls, <laughs> to um, Seize the Day Seafood with a seafood truck with um, funnel cakes next door with, with one of our vendors. And then the beverages are flowing. So we want you to come hungry. There's always something to eat right. on Center Street or, or drink. We also have a few real estate agents that have their tents available. So if you love Lewiston, you love the festivals and events, you could live in the area. So that's something <laughs> that we like to offer with the festival. And then the jewelry tent is a favorite. It's a favorite tent for people of all ages to stop by. There's jewelry for everybody in there. And we've grown this over the year. It is located on Fifth Street, right in the middle of the festival. And this year, I, I have to tell you, Carol, one of our jewelry vendors also has a photo booth set up outside the jewelry tent. Really? It's free. You can go take your selfie. It's something <laughs> new we're able to set up. Um, it's uh, from BB's Bingo. She's able to set up a little photo you tent. You can go take your selfie with your new jewelry. Yes, with your jewelry. <laughs> and have a jazz logo go in there it'll be a nice little feature that we have coming up recently as in last week we had the opportunity to meet in person our Carol Colado Jazz Scholarship winner and I have to tell everyone that the the Jazz Scholarship is something very special it is named in honor of our chairwoman Carol Colado and we are able to give away a thousand dollar scholarship every year to a deserving musician this is given to a high school senior all the way through a, a student studying through college, even through graduate school. It's a scholarship with an application process. They have to provide a, a letters of recommendation, transcript, proof of school, a little bio about themselves, as well as an audition um, music video, a reel, and we have judges that go through everything. And this year, the scholarship uh, is going to Benjamin Benjamin McKinnelloff of Buffalo. You had the opportunity to meet him last week, and he's such a young, he's wonderful, a young charming man. young man. He is. He's entering his senior year yes. now in college. And um, when I looked at all the applicants, and they, I have to tell you, they were all really good. It was not easy this year. They were all good. But I listened to Ben. He's a cellist, and he just blew me away yes. it, it was and it, it was um it was well it was really well put together and he had a pianist with him too but he plays the cello with so much heart and soul and feeling and he's obviously mastered his instrument 
So we are really excited to give him the uh, award this year. He was really well-deserving. And I've asked the other people that, that applied to apply again next year yes. because they were all so good. They were. And that is the great thing about our program. You can apply every year. Yes. It starts from your senior year in high school. You do have to enter in a field of music study. It doesn't have to be jazz music. It can be music education, musical theater, music performance, sound recording technology, something in the music right. field. And your medium, your your instrument could be vocal. It could be, well, this year a cellist one. Right. So it doesn't have to necessarily doesn't have be, to be a jazz, jazz either. Right. right. So this year, Ben is, you had mentioned he's a senior. He's going into his senior year. He's studying cello performance at the Cleveland Institute of Music. He'll graduate in May of, of next year. He started lessons with Professor Few Hugh of the Buffalo Philharmonic Orchestra when he was six years old, and it's been his passion ever since. He studied with some amazing educators, and he has served in the past as principal cellist of the Greater Buffalo Youth Orchestra, which is a phenomenal feat in itself, and was the recipient of first prize of the Tuesday morning competition and gold medal winner of the Cleveland Cello Society Scholarship. He's a remarkable young man and um, very nice to meet him. He's unable to be at the festival this weekend because school. This is always our problem every year. <laughs> every year. Trying to get any of the student bands in is our problem because our festival is generally the weekend that everybody is going back to college. Right. So and uh, it's sad because we do give them an opportunity if they want to to come and sit in on a band or, or do our national anthems. There's always an opportunity. However, we miss it because of school, because colleges right. do go back. That weekend, without fail, maybe one year we'll, we'll be able to. But it doesn't matter as long as we're able to honor that scholarship. Oh, yeah. That's the most important yes. thing. We also give away a jazz, um, a jazz Ambassador Award. And this year, our recipient, again, will be out of town. Tell us a little bit about that award. Lazra. Um, Lazra, I'm sure so many of the jazz lovers around here have been to Pausa. And Lazra owns and started Pausa. And she, the Jazz Ambassador Award goes to somebody that promotes jazz. And if, if there's one person in this area that has promoted jazz so well, besides our Tony Zambito and our other recipients that we've had, um, it would be Lazra. It's not easy to run a jazz club. And she's run a club so well, got through COVID with it and everything. And she's done just a wonderful job. She brings great musicians in, local and then also from out of town. And it's a wonderful listening um area it it's is. a smaller place it's a wonderful very area intimate. very it's intimate great. it's in allentown in in buffalo right i think wadsworth it's on yes. wadsworth yeah it's it's definitely a place if you are a jazz enthusiast and you haven't been there yet you do have to stop yes. by there it's phenomenal she is away but we are so happy to be able to honor her we will honor her in person at a later time tony zambito will accept the award on her behalf this weekend but we're excited to be able to um, sit with her at Pausa and, and really be able to take in just the wonderful person that she is and be able to sit with her to give her award in the future. So we're excited about that. Now, this festival, just to close, would not be made possible without the support of our sponsorship. And the sponsors make this festival. They really do. We are able to provide a free festival. Right. 
free festival for everybody. There are some seats in front of the main stage that are for sale for $25. That's if you don't want to bring your own lawn chair. We have a seat for you. You can purchase them online at lewistonjazz.com. That's the only portion of the festival besides purchasing your food and beverage that would cost any money. And that's only if you choose to sit in front of the stage. It's a free festival made possible by the support of our sponsors. And I just wanted to take a a minute to thank Northwest Bank. They have made this huge commitment to the, the jazz festival that started in 2017 and really made that commitment to to be a presenting sponsor of this festival. Right. We wouldn't be able to do it without the, their no, help. No, we wouldn't. We also have a lot of commitment from the Niagara Falls Bridge Commission, Sevenson Environmental. Those are some of our stage sponsors along with Modern Disposal Services. We wouldn't be able to do the festival without the help of Modern Disposal Services. Right. They help us with our garbage pickup, um, our portable toilets, and they have been a huge contributor of the festival Since as I well. can remember. Yes. So those are just a few of our money sponsors that just make everything happen. And sponsorship happens at all different levels. We have a sponsorship level for everybody. But we're excited to honor our sponsors on Saturday night. We do have a special reception for them. There's a reception Friday night for Northwest Bank and Saturday at the side of the stage for our sponsorship, private reception. We're so excited to have them on board. Right Beverage Distributing has helped us with that as as well as Hibbard Liquors and Wegmans as well. So we just want to thank them for all the work that they do. Niagara Frontier Publications helps us with our media and Jazz Buffalo as well. So the list goes on. You can see a full listing of the sponsorships online at lewistonjazz.com. And our office is is full speed ahead. This festival happens rain or shine. So more <laughs> more shine than rain we're hoping this for this weekend. This is the point in which we're watching the weather every day, and it keeps changing. <laughs> we are. But I remember there have been festivals where it's rained in the middle of it. We go out, wipe down the seats, and then the sun comes out. <laughs> right. So the sun always shines in Lewiston, and we won't get worried until about Thursday morning. (laughs) But the festival will go on regardless, and we are excited about it. More information can be found at lewistonjazz.com, and we're ready. We are ready for the weekend. This Friday and Saturday, August 25th and 26th, um, our host, Rich Maranto, has been there, took some great video uh, for us last week. He helped us make our commercials this year for our, our media for our marketing, we've we've marketed this extensively over the past month. Well, for a year, but over the past month. So we hope you know about this festival. We hope you come to the festival. It's a labor of love. It really is. Carol, thank you so much for all that you do for the Jazz Board of Directors. Um, a lot of people don't realize it is the Northwest Jazz Festival, but the Board of Directors is called the Lewiston Jazz Festival Board of Directors. Um, the, Nor- the, the Northwest Jazz Festival changed the name a few years ago, but let's face it, this is Jazz in Lewiston, it isn't is. it? It's Jazz it is. in Lewiston. What a perfect location for us to have this festival. And we thank you again for all the work that you do, Carol. Happy to do it. Yes. <laughs> so join us this weekend with 35,000 of your closest friends on Center Street in the village of Lewiston for the Northwest Jazz Festival. We hope to see you there. And again, thank you for joining us on our podcast, Growing Business and Community, a podcast of the Upward Niagara Chamber of Commerce. See you this weekend. Thank you.